Hey guys, coming up on today's episode, we've got the better half of Dr. Phil. Yep, we've got Robin McGraw. On today's show, we have Robin McGraw with us. Yep, that's Dr. Phil's better half, a woman who walks the walk, talks the talk, and she's going to talk all about what goes on in her 42-year marriage to Dr. Phil. She's also going to tell us about being a New York Times bestselling author, a mom, a grandma, and an entrepreneur with her own lifestyle brand, which includes a line of beauty and skincare products. Hi, Robin. Welcome. Well, hello, and thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I was just going to say, I'm so excited to have you here because, in my opinion, uh, everyone, this is, like I've said in the open, the better half of the McGraw family, in my opinion. While Dr. Phil does a lot, wait till you hear what this woman has done. But let's start and tell everybody you grew up in Texas. Yes. Actually, to be very specific, it's it's like I've come full circle. I was actually born in San Fernando Valley. Get out! Yes! Yes, but we moved away, my entire family, my parents brought us to, left here when we were just a month old, and took us to Oklahoma and Texas. So yes, I grew up Oklahoma and then Texas. And in Texas, uh, you went to high school, and your thoughts in high school were, I, I want to be a teacher, I want to yes. be a mom, yes. and take us through what happens then, because then things change a little bit when you meet Philip. Yes. Philip. Yes, yes. My entire life changed. In fact, that was the day that uh, got me where I am right now. I met him. Um, How did you two meet? You met through his sister? Is yes, that- yes. I went to actually to high school uh, with his sister, and we weren't the best of friends. We weren't best friends, We, but we knew each other, and I really liked her, and she liked me. And so we went through two years of school together there, and um it was the summertime just after graduation of high school, and I, we bumped into each other. And I, we were kind of catching up, and I asked her, are you still with your high school sweetheart that she'd been with for years? And she said, no, actually, I've met uh, he, a, a new guy, and he was a pilot in the Air Force. And she said, we're having a date um, tomorrow night. Why don't I fix you up with his friend. He was also a pilot. And she said, we can double date. And back then, you know, girlfriends always spent the night together, got ready for dates together. And she said, you can come to my house. You know, they do that that now, too. I guess they do. (laughs) That's true. Still together. So I said, okay. So I went to her home and we were getting ready for the date. And it just so happens that my date got weathered in somewhere and couldn't get back in, couldn't make the date. And she said, "Uh, will you still stay? And we'll go out and come back, and then we can hang out. And I said, sure. And the last thing she said before she went out, she said, now, you have to be kind of quiet because my brother is here. He's in town, and he got very sick. He's been very ill. We even had to have the doctor out. So I said, oh, didn't know you had a brother, but okay. Oh, wow. Wow, you didn't even know there was a brother. I didn't even know she had a brother. That's fabulous. So she's gone, and I'm kind of bored, so I take off for the family room i'm going to watch some tv and there he sits and he was so serious and he had this look on his face and he goes who are you i said well who are you oh you must be the brother now how much how much older he's older than you well, only three years oh really yes but even when i was still living at home i had just you know been out of school and he came to pick me up one night for a date 
So wait a second. Just so hold happens on. he was going to run second. by the house and pick me up. Okay, wait, hold on a second. So now you first you discovered there's a brother, and yeah. now the brother's sitting on the couch. So how do we go from the couch to the date? Yes. Well, this is just like, and I think I warned you, I tell side stories, but this just so happens when we're talking about how old he came by the house one day to pick me up, and my father opened the door and shut the door, and he looked it around. He goes, how old is this man? He was bald when I met him. Oh, really? Yeah. So I walk into the family room. I said, you must be the brother. And he goes, yes. I said, are you sick? Are you like, do I need to leave? And he goes, no, I'm fine. So I sat down, and we've been together ever since. Can you met 42 years. Married 42 years last week. Okay, so what's the best part and the and or the worst part of being married to a, a psychologist <laughs> and a TV star psychologist? And second part of that question is how do you get to 42 years? Oh, no. It's actually we've been together from that night 46 years. Oh dear. Yes. Oh dear. 46 years. And um I have to say there's no best and worst part of being married to him because it is a it is a partnership, a marriage, a, a just a relationship that has we work on it every day actually because it's worth it. This is why it's lasted yes, all these I years. I believe so. Does it's he ever doctor it. fill you? That's so funny because <laughs> one time, and he wasn't Dr. Oh, Phil. One he time. wasn't even Dr. Phil. He was in college. He was still, we had moved to Denton, Texas, and he was studying, and he came in and I need a, a subject. I need someone to practice this test on for my class. And I said, okay. He said, so can you be my faux patient? And I said, sure. And I sat down at the our little table in this little apartment and I started getting so nervous. I was in the chair in the fetal position. I was like, well, what are you going to ask me? And he started asking a few questions about personality behavior. And I'm like, oh, and I just, I don't know why. I was just like, what? Why are you asking me that? You took it personally. I did. And he was so serious. And I said, okay, that's it. No more doctor-patient relationship here. Oh, good. That was smart. Yeah. I said, I don't like it. And I don't like you looking at me like that. Or analyzing you. I don't like you. Yeah, that's what he was doing. I don't like those questions. And then you start scribbling on the paper and you won't let me see it. And done. Never again. Right. Get another model. Yeah. (laughs) Get somebody else. All right. Good. Good to hear. Unless I ask. Unless Unless I ask you. Okay. Well, there you go. Unless you ask for advice. It's not about me. And I've refined it too. I will always ask him to give me one word if I'm, if I'm, dealing with something or I'm in angst about a, re- a problem in my life, I'll say, okay, Philip, I just need one word to wrap this up. And what will he up. say? And he'll give me the word that is the word that help, that I'm struggling with to settle something in my mind. That's fantastic. And he'll go, oh, yes, paranoid schizophrenic. But you know what? That is a really great idea mm-hmm. in any relationship that when the couple is struggling or one individual is to have a word to help. I just need it's, one word. It's just either, it's like a safe word almost, you uh-huh. know? Oh, that's a really great idea. Okay, so here's what I love, and I, I know everybody loves this, and I want to know whose idea this was. Uh, every day you see Robin with Dr. Phil walking out on that stage and walking off that stage. Whose brilliant idea? Well, 
Carla Pennington. Oh! His executive producer. And I always like to say she's been his executive producer from day one and my best friend from day two because she's brilliant. She happens to be, as you know, one of my friends as well. Yes. And lucky you. And lucky both of us. Lucky you. Because that was not planned. We had moved here for him to start the show. It was uh, our youngest son was 15 at the time. He's going to be turning 32 in just Wait a, second. a matter of six, seven weeks. Is this the weeks. musician? Yes. Oh, yes. I've actually heard his stuff. Yes, thank you. Good stuff. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And, so and he's him. running, uh, your son is, what's his name, I'm sorry? Jordan. Jordan. Uh-huh. Jordan's running the the music for the production company, uh, Stage 29, yes. correct? Yes. This thank whole you. family is talented. It's thank it's you. insane. I mean, Jay, her other son, he and, and her, Phil, Philip, mm-hmm. are in partnership together. They yes. run this production company they have several shows on yes. television together i mean you miss have created with your husband a dynasty oh well, i mean that's kind of cool right uh, yes yes i'm very uh, proud of my from, our a, children. from a nice little young girl in <laughs> texas who wanted to just be a school yes, teacher and, and a mom, mom. Mm-hmm. you would never have thought this right never never would have thought you could this. never have thought here you are walking on stage that's right right some people will ask me sometimes are you so surprised at where your life has taken you and I and I will say not surprised not surprised I've always thought Philip was brilliant and so needed for so many people so no I'm well, not so did surprised Oprah, obviously exactly exactly <laughs> so I'm not surprised but did I see this coming did I plan no I never I never saw this coming and here's something else that I love about you because uh you know I am a fan and Thank I do you. watch the Dr. Phil show and you speak up when there's a guest on and you've got something to say, man, she says it. She stands right up and gives her opinion. And you know what? I think that you, I'm a lot like you. You're a lot like me in the fact that we'll say things that other people think mm-hmm. but may not mm-hmm. say. And I love that about you. You Thank call you. them on their shit. I can say that. <laughs> We're on a podcast. Yeah. You Thank do. You. Well, and, and how does he feel when you do that? Well, I only do that if he, if he, he will look out and see me like in shock like what right oh he'll look for and your so, reaction yes and so then he'll come to me so i would never think of just screaming out yelling out and or taking over in which i just would not do that that's this is his show you know the, i'm there at his show and going back to why i'm there every day when i went to that very first show jay and jordan were there as well and this was a huge change in our life of we, course we went it was just a complete change and so we're here and he was doing his very first show and when he finished it he said well i just finished my first show and he looked at the audience and said thank you all for coming and being a part of it and at that point he assumed the cameras had ended the show and he comes directly to me and said what do you think and i was like i loved it you were brilliant blah, whatever he said come on let's talk about it and he takes my hand and we walk off well carla is in the control room she has them continue taping recording and so we're walking off and we're talking about it and so she comes running we get on backstage and she comes running out of the control room and she went oh my god you have to promise me you'll come to every show because that moment was priceless he went from the brilliant dr phil or being in his role as who he is to a husband a father to a man who relatable. took your hand yes he was the very two relatable of you talking yeah. about it 
it was just different. It's and my it was favorite positive. moment. It's thank my you. favorite moment. Thank you. Because it is so real. It, it is just real. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And I'm, I'm happy Carla captured that. Yes. And I'm hoping that you and I'm happy that you were able to be thank at you. every show and be part of it. Thank and you. I'm also happy that you've used your platform in the most incredible ways. So let's talk about your foundation. Yes. Let's talk that. about you. When Georgia Smiles, which is dedicated to domestic violence and sexual assault. Yes. How did it come to be? Was it something you saw on the show? Was yes. it a guest? Please tell everybody and tell us about the foundation. Okay. The the name of the foundation is actually When Georgia Smiled. Okay. Um, because I've lost my mother. And uh, I want to say, first of all, uh, my mother never suffered from domestic violence. My father loved and adored her and all of us, his, his family. Um, but my father had a... a a disease of alcoholism and when he would drink he would gamble and we were very poor growing up so because of that I personally lived my entire life with uncertainty never really knowing when he would leave he felt like he was doing all of us a favor by not drinking in front of us so he would just leave and go off on on a binge and and do his drinking and his gambling and and we never knew when he was going to go go just go to work and not come home and we never knew how long it would last and when he would decide to come home and then when he did he would just come in while we were at school or in the middle of the night and he would shower and sleep it off and my father cared very much about his appearance and and such and how he was how people perceived would, how he exactly. was perceived so he never wanted us to see him drinking drunk or hung over whatever and and that was very it's very unnerving. disconcerting. It was, a, yeah. it was horrible. And so I did live a life of uncertainty. And the one thing that really got me through that was I could look at my mother and she always had this smile on her face. And it wasn't just a, a it, it was a smile that came from within. It, it came from the her whole heart in that smile. And it, it was she wasn't nervous. She wasn't scared, even though I know she had to be. But she gave a hundred percent to me and to my siblings with that smile because it brought me a piece of comfort, a piece of calm, calm and mm. and love and support, and it, it just told me everything was going to be okay. It, it brought you certainty, yes. So you the uncertainty her, I live with yes. every day, yes. I can look to her and know, okay, well we're going to make it through today and we're going to make it through tomorrow because of my mother. So I had to name the foundation when Georgia smiled because I hoped to do what I could to bring that sense of peace, that sense of comfort, that sense of hope to women and children and men who suffer from domestic violence and sexual assault. And I believe that from the start, uh, we've done that in in some very valuable ways. There's an aspire. Well, you go initiative. around the country and you speak mm -hmm. about yes. it. Yes. So tell tell everybody yes. what you do because really your 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 tireless endless work. Mm, thank you. Uh, with this foundation is paying off. Yes. Thank you. Thank and you it's very a, much. a wonderful thing to see. Well, it's very it was it was very important to try to do anything and everything I, that that I could and that we could behind the foundation. Uh, we launched with the Aspire Initiative. It's an interactive program on the site that um, is a program that teaches and educates uh, uh, teens, tweens, young adults, and adults. And uh, education, I think, is so important because sometimes it's a legacy that gets passed on. And I hope to help educate the young ones and everyone if you're being abused, if you are an abuser, um, how to leave an abusive relationship safely 
because that's right. when the, that's the highest risk for when you leave, a victim. They come right after you. Exactly. Yes. yes. Um, and then it also has in there how to uh, who to call and how to get help. Um, hotlines and such and so I believe it's it's very important and it's being used across the country and in foreign countries for um, after school programs during schools Fantastic. Uh, police stations are using it and I've heard from so many and uh, it's a very valuable information I'm very proud of it oh that's fantastic and it was helped uh we put it together with the help of our advisory board on the Dr. Phil show, which are just a combination of great minds, uh, brilliant people uh, all over the country that have come together and is part of the, like I said, Dr. Phil advisory board. And then also we launched the Aspire app. And when that was launched, I'm proud to say it was recognized on Capitol Hill oh. as one of the top two apps. Hello, Z. Best ah. at helping to educate and help prevent domestic oh, that's violence. fantastic. Right Very on an proud. app, right on your phone. Yes. You could be on a train, a plane, a bus, yes. sitting at a bus stop. If you have a phone or yes. iPad, you are going to be able to, to learn. And we've learned that a that lot of parents fantastic. are downloading it for kids, their children when they go away to college. Uh, when you are dating online and you're going to meet someone, you can also use it and alert your friends. But what it is, it's a news app. So if your abuser takes your phone, and and here's one thing I want to say: the number one tool abusers use for their with their victims is isolation, and they seldom will have a phone. So it's a good time to try to sneak a phone to your family member, your friend, coworker, if you know that they have this problem. Very they're interesting. Being isolated, sure. so then they can't reach out and mm-hmm. and uh, seek help. That's, I imagine. That's right. So they tap that that news app aspire news app and it has current news on it we have almost 15 between 15 and 20 news sites uh, huffington news cnn uh, numerous with current news daily running on it but when you pull it up there's a, a red strip at the top we call it the go button and when you tap that three times it immediately sends a message that you've decided that Help. you want to say now is the time we talked about this is it. Wow. And it goes to the people you've decided. They're not listed in your contacts. It can be 911. And it has a GPS tracking device in case your abuser is taking you away from the your home or whatever. And uh, that's it genius. tells them. Okay, that's genius. Thank you. That's really clever. Thank you. I've not Very heard of that of before. With the red strip, beep, beep, yeah. beep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, that's incredible. So... As, as we're getting more and more into your world, you're doing a lot. And on top of that, she be, I mentioned she has two boys. Uh, she's also got a couple grandchildren. Oh, yes. I call you a glamma, but what do they call you? <laughs> they call me grandma. Grandma. And what I do t- they call Phil? Pops. Pops, of course, not yes. grandpa. <laughs> <clears throat> we tried grandpa. We tried everything. But, <laughs> they, but you know, Philip's father was called um, uh, Poppy. That's what my dad's name is. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's what his grandchildren yes. called him, Poppy. Yes. So we call him Poppy. Yes. I, I, it's oh, kind of funny so how that funny. how that just unfolded for him, and he became Pops. And Ugh. and I don't know how that happened, really, because I really wanted to be called Grandma. So from the moment Avery, our first granddaughter, could even speak, well, you I know was why she grandma? wants to be Grandma? Because have you ever seen a Grandma that looks like that? You're That's the, why she wants to be sweet. Grandma. Uh, I just I mean, love Grandma. <laughs> because they're going to go, what? That's not your mom? That's your Grandma? 
<laughs> Have you seen her mom? Sure. I think they're going to know that's I'm the grandma. True. In this case, that's true. The mother is gorgeous. Oh, she's gorgeous. She really is. All right. So besides your mothering, your grandmothering, your foundation work, somewhere along the line, you've written some books. Yes. So let's hear about those. I know it's endless, isn't it, people? Oh. <laughs> well, um, I wrote my first book. I think now it's been 12 years, maybe. Is that right? It's kind of crazy. I'd have to go back and look. But um, it uh, it's more of a memoir, and I named it Inside My Heart, Choosing oh. to Live with Passion and Purpose. And I had a hard time coming up with the title. Um, it was Chapter 5. I, I was going to write about when I lost my mom. I was talking to her on the telephone, and, and it, she went so quickly at the young age of 58. And uh, so I was telling Philip one morning, I said, I'm, well, I'm going to start today. I'm going to start a chapter on, on how I lost my mom and, and the impact it had on my life. And um, I don't know, it's going to be tough. And I'm kind of choking up now because I always, right. I don't know. How but can you not? I go back to that day and I said to him, I said, it's going to be tough, but I'm going to start that chapter today. And, and I, I'm just going to get inside my heart. And, and I went, oh, that's, oh, that's it. it. That's it. Because I... Philip contributed to helping me come up with the subtitle, Choosing to Live with Passion and Purpose, because he actually said, when I look at you, and from the day I've known you, you've had this this eagerness, this drive to live your life with such passion and such purpose. It's almost like it's been a choice of yours. I said, well, really, it, it, it came from my, my childhood. I made decisions when I was maybe 10 years old. I can remember the period of my life, not the day, not the true age, but it was in that period only of my Mary life. Lou, only Mary Lou Henner can do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually remember making the decision. I would never marry a man who drank alcohol, and I would not raise my children in a home with an alcoholic. And, and, and I, Philip doesn't drink, and he does so you not all drink. Know. But it was funny because on our first, maybe second date, I went, can I just ask you one thing? Do you drink alcohol? <laughs> That's so bad. And he said, well, actually, I think I'm allergic to it. Oh. So I have a lot of reasons, but no, I don't. I went, oh, I think I love you. Oh, that's <laughs> It was most kind of people, weird. Most that, people, that, when you see them, they have you at hello. But this time, I do not drink. I'm allergic to alcohol. Oh, thank you, Lord. But, oh, that's the best. But, yeah. All right. And now, to top it off, because books aren't enough, foundations, TV shows, a skincare line has been born. Yes. So tell us about uh, your skincare line. It's it's called Revel Revelation. Revelation. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I have Ramagraw Revelation, and it's really a lifestyle brand. Um, I did choose to start with skincare because I'm very serious about my health. And that and came skincare. after your mother in the kitchen on the yes, phone, right? Yes, yes, because I picked up the phone, and she said, I feel funny. I, I said, what do you mean by funny? And she was already gone. She went that quickly um, from undiagnosed heart disease. She passed right on the phone with uh -huh. you. Mm -hmm. I said, what do you mean? She We had moved in the middle of the night to another home, and, and, and it was a much older home. And it was raining when they unloaded the last box, and my mother was there. And so two in the morning, and I said, Mom, you need to go home and get some rest. And she said, but I'll come back tomorrow, and why don't I bake something? She was a phenomenal baker and cook and whatever. And I said, oh, I would love a pumpkin pie. It'll make the home smell, the house smell like home. And she said, I would love that. 
she had just called to tell me she took the pie out of the oven and she'd be over in a few moments. And she said, but is Phil there? And I said, no, he ran to the grocery store. He'll be back. And she said, oh, I said, why? I don't know. I feel funny. And what do you mean by funny? She was already gone. Undiagnosed heart disease. And I said, mom, and I thought it was really because the house was so old and we had just moved in there been raining. So I just hung up the phone after when she didn't answer me and and then Philip walked in the door from the store, and the phone was ringing, and I had barely moved, and I could hear my father screaming. And we raced over there, and when Philip walked out of the room and said, I'm sorry, but I couldn't help her. She's gone. And I went, what do you mean? Because I just couldn't fathom. Compute, yeah. And he goes, she, she's gone. She didn't, she, she didn't make it. And oh. I went, that's crazy. She's never been sick a day in her life. She's never even been to the doctor. But it was at that moment when I said that, I had a revelation. I swear I had the revelation was, well, of course, she's never been to the doctor because she never put herself first. She was always taking care of everyone else. And my father, family, grandchildren never put herself first. And I've always said from that, that day, really, that if you put everyone else first, you're teaching everyone you come second. And Not I... Good don't like that that. what your bow ring symbolizes tell everybody about she makes this most beautiful little bow rings that you wear halfway i just wear them halfway yeah i made them as i noticed carla has yes one like that they're so beautiful well uh, the first well actually my second collection of skincare products i call i named it the bow ring collection and i had the bow rings made one for myself and all of the women that are very important to me in my life and it is a reminder to put yourself first it's selfless to do that's that, right because then it makes you a better person that's right. to be a better mother to yes. be a better wife to be a better grandmother i believe that and and so on so yes. you must put yourself first and that revelation i had that day was my mother never put herself first and i've lost her at 58 years old and wow will not live that legacy i am the woman i am today because of my mother she taught me the strength of a woman she was an angel on earth and i am the mother the woman the the wife the grandmother that i am today because of my mother but the one legacy i will not carry on is the legacy of self-neglect good and she taught me that and uh, I had the revelation you, that I'm yeah. going to take care of myself. I'm going to do what I need to do to be the strongest and healthiest woman I am so I can take care of those I love. So hence the lifestyle brand. So yes. And then then inside the lifestyle brand, we have skincare yes. uh, products. So, and I'm very proud Tell of them. Us. I started with five. And then... Tell uh, us what they are. Oh, well, t- I will tell you that I have launched separate collections within it and of course it starts with the cleansers and the scrubs and and i'm so proud of every one of them and what i really enjoy your is skin naming. is gorgeous thank you absolutely i mean I thank assume, you i'm assuming you use your own i products. use all of my own products <laughs> religiously yes yeah your skin is and gorgeous what i've really enjoyed about all of them is that i name all of them oh and when i started them i thought i'm going to give them names that women can really relate to or it will they'll they'll remember them good idea and so some of the names in in my line are omg is this really me because ah. when you use it it tightens and lifts the skin to where you you actually look at yourself and went omg is this really me welcome back youth and i capitalized y-o-u but everything oh, is devoted to women 
taking care of themselves and seeing a difference because I do have kind of a, a mantra for the whole line and that's it's never too late to start taking care of yourself. It's never too late. Well, it's never too early. Breathing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, and my mother never put herself first and uh, boy, what sadly, would your mother think of this life you have? One year to the day my mother passed away, our youngest son was born, Jordan, and I firmly believe my mother sent him to me. Is there's a, a side story that goes with that, but uh, she's I believe, watching. She's, she's watching. definitely watching this whole thing happen mm-hmm. to you and Philip mm-hmm. and your children and your mm-hmm. grandchildren, mm-hmm. and she must just be up there applauding. I believe that she I is. I do too. I believe I, that she is. I do too. I believe that she is because, uh, Yes, yes. So okay. So so right now, tell I, me about the. I want to know besides uh, what you have uh, launched right now. Are you in the chemist room with them? How does this process? I, I work? have been in the lab. Yes, but what I do is, is I sit with them and I tell them what I'm. I I'll stop right there and say this. I have this platform, the Dr. Phil Show, and yes. I'm so proud to have that. I'm so proud to be able to use that platform and to you do. be there. And you do use it so, so wisely. Thank you. Thank you. Because the women will write to me and tell me, I'm not an expert. I'm there supporting my husband. But they'll write and tell me but their problems. you are problems. an influencer. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. don't you consider yourself yes. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You I should. I do. Okay. And w- the first time I was even asked to be on the show, I said, you know, I'm not an expert. I'm here to support my husband. But if I can contribute to any show topic and and use my influence as a as a woman, a wife, a mother, and now a grandmother, I, I will. I'll be on the show. But it didn't start. We all know how and why I'm there, but um, but yes, I will be there to share my experience as a woman and what I've, who I am and what I believe in. And so and, she's sharing some good stuff to make yes. you look good. So what I'm really excited about right now is I've just launched masks, oh. facial masks. Okay, and they're so fun. And and one tell of them, us, I've tell written us. them down here. So I, please, okay. So one is she's looking great lately. What's going on? Oh, that's the name. That's the oh, name I of love that, that name. And it's the hydrating and firming face mask. Oh, that's and good. They're all these are all natural ingredients. This main ingredient in this one is the orchid stem cells. Oh, so they the stem have great, cells are big now. Big, they're and really they really big. do and work. These, they really they work. They really do. They really work. work. So the next one is what has she done? I must do it. And it's the mask for fine lines and wrinkles. Oh, I need that one. The the main ingredient is peach blossom stem cells. Oh. Yeah, so it's got great ingredients that do so many things. The next one, she must have a secret. I have to know what it is. Oh, gosh. And it's the brightening and spot lightening face mask. And it has ice plant stem cells. Ooh. And then the one that might be my favorite that I use almost daily I want to look just like her, and it's the under eye recovery mask for oh. fine lines, puffiness, and dark circles. That's the one I need. Wow, I need well, that. You're going to get them all. I need everywhere. that. Let me tell you. I have to say, it, this one has CoQ10 and hyaluronic acid, and I put these on, and all of these only take 15 to 20 minutes, but you can leave them on longer if you want to. And what's so great about all this, you guys, is no more going to a salon, spending no. hundreds and hundreds of dollars at salon, driving, looking for parking. It's a real pain in the ass. I'm not going to yes. lie. It really <laughs> it's is. true. And it's, true. it's a lot of work to keep up the good the good looking yes. part yes. of your life. So to be you able to, to do, do this at home now mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yes. So tell everybody um, where we get it. Well, of course, you go to robinmcgrawrevelation.com, and uh, we have all of the products, of course, on the website and many other fun things, blogs and, and 
Any other beauty secrets on there? Beauty, beauty recipes? Yes, yes, See? yes. We have a great website, so everything is on there. And uh, and uh, it's a, a revelations.com? Robin McGraw, Revelation. Okay, fantastic. Okay, what about a perfume line? I have a perfume. You do? I launched a perfume. What? I missed that? A few years ago, yes, and I just have... How did I miss that? Well, I've started adding some products to it, and I'm really excited about it. What was the scent? I call it Georgia. Of course you do. And And the signature on the bottle is my mother's actual signature. Get out! Yes, I'm very proud of it. And, and what is the scent? Well, it's uh, white rose and uh, jasmine. It, it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful scent. And I worked from, I started with over 400 perfume oils and took it down to, oh, it was a, it was so much fun to do. If people don't know it, to every time you smell an oil, you, then you smell coffee beans. To get rid to of to get rid of that, and so it's like the ginger in mm-hmm. between the sushi. Yes, so you're, yes. Right. So even like if you go to a department store and you want to pick a new fragrance, you can ask them, "Do you have coffee beans?" And they'll pull them out. They won't ordinarily they have them? just offer them. Yes. What? Yes. They're it's holding very out on us. Cleanse. Yes. How dare they? But, <laughs> yes, it's a beautiful scent, and I'm very proud of it. And it's funny because when I finally brought it down to these scents that are in it, I had picked twelve, and they took a combination of those and changed. Each of them took a few from those 12 and came up with three different fragrances. And I took them home. I had one that was my favorite, that is Georgia. And I it happened to be Mother's Day weekend. It just so happened to be wow. that weekend. And all the that family came over. That just so happen. No coincidence. I know. I totally agree. No coincidence. But I had put a little mark on the bottom of my favorite. And I had Jay and Jordan and Erica and Philip, all of them smell. Those are her uh, two sons and beautiful daughter-in-law. Yes. And then Philip, they all picked the same one. And they there was no oh, way well, they saw the little mark on. Yes. So we knew that was meant to be. So well, now we need to make one for the grandchildren. I agree. One called Avery, I maybe. Or I, I agree. I mean, one, I will tell you, I have um, a lip gloss line, oh. and I call it Avery Lasting Love. That but, is the cutest the, thing ever. I started with the four colors, the Georgia, the May, her, my mother's middle name, the Erica, and the Elizabeth. And all of those were created. 100% of the net proceeds go to the foundation when Georgia oh. smiled. And I also created a candle line. Um, oh, you know what? Light have, of my heart. I have one. Yes. Do Carla, you? Yes. Carla actually I have several bought, candles. Yes. But Carla actually bought one to give to all the girls for Christmas oh, last how year. Sweet. So I actually have one of your candles oh. that's still in the box because I didn't want to burn it. Oh, I know. It's beautiful. Thank you very much. And so I just did. You know what? When I see beautiful candles... Thank Which you. is so stupid. It defeats the purpose, but <laughs> no. I like to it. Keep still it still smells even when it's not burning. It, it has does. This I leave it out. Scent. But then, you know, it gets the wax on top gets dirty. I know. And it's I, true. And then it's I'm, true. And I'm OCD, so that's <laughs> not very good. And I also have the four pack of smaller votives that are called Light of My Life. And it has four candles in it the Philip, the Jay, the Jordan, and the London, my grandson's name. I know. Oh, I and love that. 100% name. of the proceeds from those candles also go to the foundation. foundation. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fantastic? All right. So let's leave everybody with a bit of advice. Okay. 46 years, I believe you said. We've, you, been, we've known each other. Correct. Yes. Advice, any kind of recipe for that tenure. Uh, tenure, excuse me, uh, of friendship, love, and marriage. Anything that you can share that maybe people don't know that you've been saving just one more little 
added ingredient? Well, I've been asked this quite a few times, and I, I think the number one, the number one thing that we did before we got married, and we continue to do throughout our marriage. Before we got married, we sat down and we had a fun conversation. Okay, well, here's what I will accept, and here's what I won't accept. You bargained. We bargained. We oh, negotiated. I love we the negotiated. Negotiation. And we remind each other, not not when we each break that because we just don't, but we remind each other how thankful we are that we have stuck to that negotiation. That's fantastic. So, so whose idea was that? It was both of it. It was really both of us. Mine and like I remember saying to him, "Okay, well, if we're going to do this, you're going to have to lighten up because we're going to have fun doing it. Oh, we're going to have fun this being married." Is such a great because he was idea. very serious. He was a very serious man. He's very. He's got a, an amazing sense of humor. He's very funny, but he was very serious. Oh yeah, all the he's time. very funny. I mean, we've all seen very his sense funny. of humor. Yes. So, what would how would he answer that question? He would say pretty much the same thing. We entered a negotiation here, and it's never too late to do that. You can be married ten years, and you can know that man. There's just this few things I wish you just wouldn't do. And if I and if did you, you tell do it him, on paper or how did the no how, no it was more of a conversation it was just a conversation mm-hmm. and y'all remembered mm-hmm. what because it was I used to pout growing up I was the youngest of four daughters but oh. and I had a twin brother and so we were the babies and I would pout and it would work my father <laughs> would it worked and so I kind of took that adult pouting into the, our relationship and he was like that's not working. <laughs> I just not working. So you had to give up. Pouting. So, so he just said, "I'll make a deal with you. If you'll just come and tell me what I did, why you're pouting, and why you're not speaking to me, uh, I can make you a promise. I just won't do it anymore." I was like, "Oh, okay, deal. That, that is a great deal." So you don't have to scream and yell and get it into your partner's head like, "Stop doing that." It was a simple. I'm sorry, I probably yelled it. No, the, you're all right. It was a simple statement like. I, I don't like pouting. Am I pouting? Yeah. You, you know, you, you haven't spoken to me all day. What did I do? Oh, well, you know, when you said or did. That's great. It, so we had that simple conversation, and we continue to do it if there's anything but. It's the you best know. advice ever. Thank that you. is the best. Thank you Thank so you. much. And if you wouldn't mind giving out your uh, social media handles, so if people want to go uh, follow you on Twitter, Instagram. Okay, it's Robin underscore McGraw. For both. For, yes. For Twitter yes. and Instagram. Yes. And mine, of course, is uh, Instagram Lisa Stanley 30. Yeah, right? Lisa Stanley 30. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my marbles. And, and that's 30 my age. And my Twitter is Lisa K Earth. And uh, this has been not only educating, but so interesting, so fun. I've learned some deals. Oh, honey, when I get home, mm-hmm. there's going to be some negotiations. <laughs> Now you realize I'm just talking to the walls. There's really no one at my house. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's it. We're uh, wrapping up what goes on around here. And we certainly found out what goes on around the McGraws. I'm sad it's over. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks so much. That was so fun. Yeah, it was.